You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, and welcome back to the Oz Network for another episode of the Amazing Race in Canada Heroes Edition. As you can tell, I am not Colin, and we are not Canadian. So this will be interesting to see how we do, but it's the Amazing Race. We're experts in it, or so we like to think. And we have probably one of the greatest episodes of the season to talk about. And Colin's missing out. He didn't want to be here. He was too upset about Julio cheating on so-and-so that he couldn't make it. But we definitely have a good episode to get to. I'm Rossi, and I also feel like Captain Hook. And I am Jared, and Sante Sante, Benito Benito. I feel like we should just start off by saying this has been... Probably the best Martina episode of the entire season. Right? This was like, yes, agreed, but also the best episode for everybody. Like, I feel like everybody had a moment. There was so much going on. I think this is kind of like the template for how you want uh, an Amazing Race episode to go. I think we've had pretty good challenges this episode, too. I don't think anything was a drag, unless that was me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. And everyone was personable. Where, where, where was the... Even Karen had personality. Leave Karen out of it. Karen has always had personality. It's <laughs> Melissa who's the bland one. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I, do you think it's the city? Like, I, do you think that because we went to Mexico, we got personality? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of do. I think so. I think... Um, I just think there was a lot going on. It looked like a kind of a very, like, vibrant city... Um, I think, yeah, just the fact that there was, like, language barriers and the whole, like, catching cabs again, I think that just adds kind of another level than, than just traveling around your own country. Have we had many taxi, like, non-driving legs? I feel like we've had mostly driving. Yeah, yeah, it has definitely been, because every episode is like, let's promote some type of Chevy, um... So, yeah, it was good to see. I'm a fan of when they have to kind of catch the taxi and not the whole navigate yourself. Is that a problem? We're, we're definitely not getting to the episode yet, but um, <laughs> is that a problem when you have a car sponsor and they have to promote the car and there's so much self-driving that it's kind of taking away from the things that make the race the most interesting, like getting a cab and not getting lost? Yeah, I think so. I think it is good to have a balance. I think if you had cabs kind of every episode, then um, potentially it kind of adds too much of a luck factor, um, whether your cab driver kind of knows where they're going or not. Um, so I think it is good to kind of have a balance because you do have the element of um, teams kind of getting lost themselves when they're um, self-navigating, as is the case with Adam and Courtney every time. Um so, yeah, I think it's potentially an issue uh, with having a car sponsor just because it is so shoved in your face, but I suppose at least then um, they can always plan to self-navigate. It's not an issue for them getting a car for a leg. So the teams are heading off to Mexico City, Mexico, um, and Martina has the great line that I wrote down where she says, I love Mexican food and Mexican people. Yes, I do. Ole. And then she has a whole moment that I wrote down where they're just like saying, ole, ole, ole in the car. Martina and Phil were definitely on full blast this episode, and I was glad that they were. 
they definitely gave us a personality this episode. Not that they haven't. And so we have our first challenge of the the sport. Uh, like, well, first off, I guess we should talk about the messages of the the things in the clue box, like their family messages, which is a staple now. I don't know if you saw it in the first season that you watched, but. Um, yeah, I don't know if they had them. They probably didn't. I probably just can't remember. Um, honestly, for me, I thought this was like the most boring part of the episode, if I can say that. Um, I didn't mind the messages so much themselves, but the fact that they directed them across the road, I thought it was fairly kind of pointless. And for such a strong episode challenge wise, um, I just thought it was a bit of a letdown. I think they kind of could have done something more interesting with them sending them to the other side of the city or just, just make it a bit more difficult. Well, I mean, we did have the great moment where uh, Karen and Melissa got into a cab only to go like around the block and then be like, wait, we could have walked. <laughs> That's true. I, I've done that. I feel like I've done that myself <laughs> like many times, like traveling with my friends uh, when we went to America and we were going to pick up a car and like we were picking the car literally up from across the road and um, we still took an Uber to get there. I don't know why. <laughs> Jared, be responsible. Don't save your money. To be fair, I wanted to walk, so it wasn't my decision. Be more vocal. Be like yeah, the Martina of the, more of the group. More assertive in those situations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we just got a whole bunch of messages. It felt very forced of the hero thing. Like, the Taylor and Courtney, they were like, you're a real hero. People don't know how much work you put in. And just felt very... Okay. I mean, last season we got some out, outside personal news, so that was more interesting than this. Yeah, it was just kind of lame. And then Martina and Phil didn't even show up to last. And I was like, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, where are they? Yeah, it was confusing how, like, the order, like, shifted so much. Like, in this moment, and, like, yeah, they didn't really mention why, yeah, Martina and Phil dropped really down the pack in this part. I would have just liked one family to, like, you know, they're just going to say nice things about you. And I'd love for one for a family member one time to just kind of, like, rip into them. Like, we're not missing you. Uh, glad that you're gone. Uh, um, feel free to stay away. I can't believe you're still in the race. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the messages were fine. It seemed very pointless, but they do it. So they're heroes. They need the strength. Um, and so then we get the first, well, the first, the only road, the only roadblock of the episode, the, I don't even know what sport it was. Is like the Captain Hook launch. Did they even say what sport it was? Did I miss? Um, they probably did, but I can't remember. Well, they have to throw it at the ball, the wall, the ball at the wall, and make it go a certain distance back towards them. And this was okay. It was just a, it was probably one of the hardest ones to watch because there's not much to do. It's just throw it, throw it, throw it. I think we got some fun moments, like people were talking, like Martina with her whole strategy and i i don't know about me but i was shocked that martina was able to get it so quickly and the courtney's were still there after she left yeah i agree i thought um in particular i was kind of surprised that um mounty courtney struggled so much i thought that she'd kind of be fine with it um 
I thought it was a good challenge. I'm just happy that it was a challenge that people struggled with. Because I feel like that's if I had one complaint this season, there hasn't been enough challenges that people have really struggled at. Um, so I like that we finally got a challenge where people were struggling. They were contemplating taking the penalty. Um, obviously, the like little clue before they pick what person to do the roadblock was really good because lots of teams. Um, possibly picked the wrong person to do it. Um, so I like when that kind of little bit on the roadblock is is more cryptic that the teams are kind of choosing the wrong person to take on the challenge. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a lots of funny moments. Um, Adam and Courtney, Adam, um, Court, sorry, Courtney shined um, with her. Um, I'm still figuring this crazy utensil out moment. Um, yeah, and just great, and and it was interesting to see that they were kind of all doing it over overarm, and then um, Courtney uh, finished it by doing the challenge underarm. So I thought that was interesting that they kind of all, I suppose, just believed from watching other people that you had to do it overarm, but that wasn't actually a specific rule. Well, I thought it was a little weird that um, Martina, you know, she had her strategy where she was like, like she was doing like a cross-legged thing where she was like step like doing a slide or whatever. And then no mm-hmm. one copied it. Like Courtney and Courtney were just like standing there and throwing it instead of like building up and throwing it. It just seemed like no one was paying attention to what the others were doing. Yeah. And definitely a misstep for, you know, Taylor and Courtney who have been the top team this so far and have really let this challenge get the better of them. Mm, yeah, definitely. I think um to the thing that I loved about this was when they had like John's little intro of the segment. Um, and he throws the ball and his like shot definitely did not make it back like the distance. So that's when you know that it's a difficult challenge when John himself, uh, is attempting it in his intro and and can't even do it properly. Yeah, that was, it was, it seemed a lot harder than it looks, but, and then the whole utensil or whatever it was, was very (laughs) odd to like how to use it. Um, and it, it definitely seemed like a real challenge and I'm glad that we got that. Uh, and just going back to what you were saying about it being really confusing with the clue, I like that the building was really nondescript. You couldn't tell what it was from looking at it. It's just like a red building. Mm-hmm. And then the clue's yeah. like, who can do this air thing? And, or whatever it was. And they're like, uh, what are we doing? Like, it was so nondescript. It's not like you show up to a dance studio and it's like, who can feel the rhythm or something like that? And you're like, obviously it's a dance challenge or something like that. Yeah, no, I agree. It was definitely better to have it um, more cryptic. And yeah, the building too, like if anything, it kind of looked like, like I thought it was just like a museum or something when they first showed it. So Then from here, the teams go to do the detour. Am I right? Yep. Okay. Uh, which was Mercado or Muertos. Um, the market challenge, which only one team did and then everyone else who did the face paint. Which, my big complaint, why would you do a face paint when you know teams are going to have to do acting and they're going to have to wash it all off? My main complaint about the challenge. But the, I thought the challenges were pretty fun. Like, obviously one was a lot harder than the other. Um, Karen and Melissa really lucked out with that woman really helping them out. But it seemed like so much harder to navigate. That was like a huge market with so many different stalls and... No one speaking English at all. It definitely challenged those two. And then the face painting, which was just a fun little thing to do. I just, the second that I saw the challenge, I was like, 
can they please go to John just like face paint? And I was so bummed that they didn't do it like that. What were your thoughts on the challenge? No, yeah, I agree. I thought, um, well, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, they're going to be in face paint for, like, the whole episode, kind of running around Mexico with, like, the sweat. Yeah, it was, like, stripping. rub off their face. Um, Yeah, I agree. I thought both of them were good in their own ways. Um, The face paint, just because it was fun. Uh, I did love the segment with, like, the dog on the skateboard. Um, And then the market challenge, just because it was so difficult and that marketplace was huge um so i thought that was good in terms of um difficulty um but obviously yeah the letdown was that the face painting was so much um easier as a challenge it would have been nice if um the judge had maybe been kind of more strict on like how it was meant to look type thing um but i think all the teams just did a fairly good job uh, they maybe could have painted on the face paint a bit like thicker than they did um but overall, I thought they were both kind of fun challenges. The uh, market challenge felt so much like an old school style Amazing Race challenge. Like you're langu- in a different country, completely a foreign language. You're trying to buy things at a market. Like they do it so often, but it still feels really old school every time I see something like this. Mm, definitely. I think the person like helping out too, like that used to be such a staple of like old school Amazing Race was like, find a local to kind of help you navigate um like i just remember like way back when where like they'd even be like following locals around in the cars and this and that and whatever else which i feels like that's kind of been uh lost a bit in modern amazing race so it was, it's nice to see when when we get that element back of like we have to find a local who speaks the language and then they help them kind of throughout the challenge and in the face painting challenge i thought it was really clever when um, Courtney and Adam got there. They started doing both of them at the same time. And I just thought that was a really clever strategy, at least for the beginning, just like get started doing the basic like white color. And I thought that was a really genius strategy. I'm surprised that it was a kind of allowed or like no one else thought of it. Cause I thought that was a pretty cool strategy. Yeah, definitely. And we seem to be speeding along here because I feel like there's not many super specific moments to chat about. It's just like a good episode with just a few funny moments here. But we go into the telenovela next, which is probably by far one of the best challenges like ever. Like I feel like in Amazing Race, it was just so fun to watch. Like it was fun to watch. It was challenging. And we got so many good like character and humor moments out of it. And we got to see some people shine that like wouldn't have expected to do well and stuff. What were your thoughts on like the challenge just on the, you know, from John's explanation? Um, I just, as soon as it came up and he explained it, I was like, yes, this is going to be amazing. Um, I think everything about it was great. I think the fact that you could choose what character you got to play, um, was great. I would have loved to see, um, one of like the male teams choosing to be like a woman. I don't know if that was allowed or not, but I just thought that would have been really funny. Um, and the, like the relationships between them all and how like intertangled it was and considering like some of these people are, like siblings to one another, it was just really weird and awkward and, and great. Um, yeah, I feel like I just can't even put into words how good it was because and it just, they need more challenges like this 
in general. I think every time you have acting challenges, they're really good. Uh, and that kind of goes for early in this season too, I think, with kind of the sword fighting slash acting challenge um, was a highlight as well. So I think more of these challenges uh, would it be a good idea to have throughout. Um, and I just, yeah, I just like the choice of it all, how you, you, know, you got to pick your characters, uh, the fact that they had to act with the actual actors from the show, uh, the director as well, like how disappointed you get when they got it wrong. Um, the costumes, the outfits, everything about it was just amazing. And the fact, the way it was edited too was so well done with that, that whole like intro and the subtitles coming up and when they were saying something wrong, like across the bottom, just like putting up like the question marks. Uh, I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I love that the director even gave commentary not in English. Like there was not like, oh, you messed up this line or try and do this. It was just like all in Spanish. So like even if the team's, like most of the teams knew what they got wrong, but they got commentary in Spanish, so there was no sort of way to understand completely what you did wrong and stuff. Although they didn't seem to be too harsh on the, like, overacting. Like, I feel like yeah. Martina was probably the only one who really did it. <laughs> and all the other teams were just like, oh, this is the line, and I'm delivering it. Yeah. The only thing that the team really got spot on was that whole, like, laugh at the end. Um, the Julia laugh. Can you do your best so Julia I... laugh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to, hang on. Get in character. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I don't know. It's just so good. And the whole, like faint on the lounge and slap and grab the leg like this scene was just so perfect and think just think this is a scene from like an actual show um i don't know australian soap opera being put to shame by this i feel like we need a couple more of these storylines um rather than places just being set on fire or getting robbed all the time um the only thing i had an issue with with this challenge was when taylor and courtney got the clue it felt like the judging was, like, really off. Like, Taylor started laughing way too early. People were still talking. He's laughing, and he kind of just walks off. I'm like, that was, like, not his cue to start laughing and exit scene. And, like, they still got it anyway. So I was a bit confused by that. I thought that was a bit weird um, because other teams had done stuff out of order or done stuff too early and missed their cues, and they didn't get it. So that, to me, I was like, well, really? Um so I was wondering if that was probably more of those. You see that a lot in these like judging challenges where teams have failed multiple times and they kind of become less stringent on the actual rules and judging. Well, this has been a recurring thing, but when teams have like these takes, whether it be acting, singing, something, the, the more that they do it, you can tell the judges are like, okay, like... It, that was bad, but it was good enough to pass. Like it, the the requirements to pass are getting less and less. Yeah. So like, obviously, like Taylor and Courtney, who I don't know, remember how many times they had to do it, but if it was like take six, take seven, like the judges are going to be a little more lenient than one or two. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure you know maybe Courtney and Adam, Nancy and Melissa, they may not have gotten theirs, you know, earlier, but they got it later because they just kind of gotten worked through it. Yeah. It's just interesting because, like, in the scheme of things, because I was very close at the end, uh, and I think Courtney and Taylor were actually the second last team to leave too. Like, it's it's interesting because something like that um, could have made a difference on this leg. Yeah, well, the whole like navigating was really all across the board because 
you know, we said in the beginning, like Martina and Phil were really behind for some reason, but we never kind of figured out why, like they just showed up last. Mm. And then, you know, Nancy and Melissa go off to do the market one and they finish second, but they arrive after Martina and Phil at the telenovela. And then we have the same thing at the very end where Taylor and Courtney leave second last, but end up coming in third, you know, the whole like taxi system really changed some of the stats or positions mm. of the race this time. I kind of wish we got more of like some of those scenes, even though I didn't want to take anything away from the telenovela. I just wanted to, I feel like we should have gotten a few more scenes about navigating. Yeah. I feel like they, they did like the, that end sequence. Well, um, because you kind of saw all the teams together and, and um, Taylor and Courtney kind of getting ahead. Uh, but yeah, definitely throughout the episode, there were moments where we could have seen more of inside the taxis with like teams overtaking each other and, and why they got so far behind. Because especially I think with Martina and Phil, like their taxi driver, like there was no suggestion that he didn't know where he was going throughout the race. But obviously something happened on that on that first part to put them behind. Maybe he has never been to that part of town before. Yeah. Or maybe Even they switched maybe, taxis. Yeah, or they might have like they might have been the last team to actually get a cab, but we just didn't really see that moment. Yeah, they just kind of yada yada the flight and they were in the first at the first clue box. Yeah. Uh, and just to kind of going through some of the more teams during the telenovela, like Dylan and Kwame, like I was pleasantly surprised with them. I thought that they would do a lot worse than they did. Like they were surprisingly good, like and throughout the entire like rehearsing and then the the performance, I was just enjoying it. Like he was, we, it was the first case we got the question marks too, so that was a sign of how editing was going to go. The rest of the challenge, mm, yeah. But they were just so good. Like I, I, Colin has been giving nothing but praise for them over the last few weeks, and I can see why because this was just like this is probably my favorite episode by them. Like I can't remember any other moment that's like kind of comparing i feel like they've just shined so much this episode yeah this and like the voguing challenge was like <sighs> their places yeah. to stand out um yeah and i just always will love their over-the-top celebrations um as well so yeah i was like uh, please don't hit the women in this uh, <laughs> in this yeah scene. I, I always yeah fear for the for the extras on the show that they're gonna get taken out um but no, it was good to see them doing well this episode. And then Martina and Phil were just so fun to watch in this challenge. Like the twirl, the both Adam and um, Phil with the the staring at the camera, like was just so great. And Phil during the challenge was so funny, and his I think his laugh was probably one of the better ones. And Martina feigning and grabbing <laughs> Phil's leg, only for the other actress to just pick her up and slap her and throw her down. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, the funny, I just lo like the mustache was so good on Julio, and the fact that it actually kind of suited some of the people. Like, I feel like that mustache actually suited Phil. Like, it's something I could see him rocking like all the time. Um, I, I don't know. It was just it was hilarious. And then everyone else was pretty standard. Like, I I love that we got diversity in terms of the you know, who was playing what role. Um, yep. I did immediately think like, oh, what if like Dylan wanted to be like Costanza or something like that? I did think that. And I would have loved it if one of the teams did that. 
But I think we did have good like ranges. We had the all we have an all male team, we had an all female team, and then we had three mix. So I thought it was like a good, you know, blend. Like no one character was cast aside. Yeah, it was good that yeah it worked out well, and the fact that we got to see all like the other actors as well, um, in the scenes with the people, mm-hmm. and and I thought yeah that was good. Uh, Adam seemed to struggle a lot in this one, but. Yeah, because they ended up leaving last, but that was kind of not a shock. Like, they were the team that, like, obviously struggles the most at some of these challenges. Yeah, it's always, it's been, like, a recurring theme, too, that Adam struggles with, though, the challenges where he has to remember lines or remember a part, um, because he's kind of struggled with the dancing challenges of remembering, like, the steps of those as well. So, yeah, it wasn't surprising to see. Um, but it just felt like it was kind of that first bit that he kept tripping up over, and once he got over that, then it was okay. Um, w- since Colin is not here, we're going to have to fill in on our own Martina questions and whatnot. And I, one of the things that I thought about during this challenge was the trick to remember lines or dialogue was to have the accent. And I was thinking, does it work if you have a language, like a different language? So I feel like that should be our first question to Martina. Does the accent trick work for memorizing another language? Because I feel like that could throw a wrench into your clever strategy. Mm, that would be interesting to know. Um, I want to know from Martina what happened um, in regards to the cab in Mexico. Why were you guys the last to get to the um, family messages bit? Oh, hopefully it doesn't break their contract. Uh-huh. <laughs> So after all the teams leave the um, telenovela, they have to go to the pit stop where John is. Some public park, some plaza or whatever it was. And this is probably where we got some of the most dramatic moments of the season. Like, this is the most intense the right season has been. Like, all the teams, you know, getting there except for the first two. Because Martina and Phil and Dylan and Kwame were quite ahead. But the last three teams, like, I did not see any of this coming. Like... I said that this was going to be, like, an intense showdown well before it even was. And I didn't predict that, like, Taylor and Courtney would get ahead and Nancy and Melissa would be the team eliminated. It was just a crazy ending. Like, cabs everywhere, people following each other, turning left. It was... It had everything that we wanted. And I thought it was going to be, like, a one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, the team that leaves before can't get the cab. Oh, no, are they going to be eliminated? And it's like the last team that gets there is eliminated. Shocker. But this was not that. And I I think that's what made it so great. Yeah, it definitely kind of defied expectations. Um, because I thought that with um, Nancy and Melissa too, when they're in the cab and like there's traffic and they're like, how long? And like the, the taxi driver says, however long it's going to be. And I'm like, oh, they're just playing this up to like throw in some suspense to make it look close. But like they're going to finish third. It's going to be fine anyway. Um, but then when, like, yeah, when they actually, when all the teams were together still, I was like, oh, like, this could actually be close, but will it really be, like, Nancy and Melissa kind of still, they're still in the front cab of this group, um, but then, yeah, everything changed when, you know, Taylor and Courtney took that left turn and the other teams went straight, um, yeah, I thought it was the perfect ending to what had already been a really good episode. I love when they were, Nancy and Melissa were in the cab, and Nancy's just yelling 20, <laughs> She doesn't realize what the word is to, like, go faster, I think. She's chilling 20. 20. 
Uh, And that makes me think of, like, classic Amazing Race is teams saying, like, Rapido, Rapido, but, like, in every, like, country possible. Like, I just have fun memories of, like, teams getting into cabs and, like, like, the drivers do not speak Spanish. It's not a Spanish-speaking country, and they'll be like, uh, fast, fast, rapido, rapido, and the driver's like, what are you on about? Um, yeah, I thought this, and I loved in this the moment, too, when Adam is, like, offering the cab driver, like, more money. Like, he offers him, like, this must ex- extra, and the guy's like, oh, like, thank you, sir, or whatever. Um, and then, like, five minutes later, he's like, here's even more money if you if you get past that cab, if you go even faster. I thought that was really... um fun and just like interesting to see because i do love when when teams are kind of like we'll pay you this much extra if you get us there faster um and then you get disputes over how much i have to pay i just thought that was um nice to see kind of that almost yeah old school element back i love that he he said that you know if we get there faster we'll give you this money and he just hands it to him without any like issue it's like here's the money but you have to get us there faster if not i'll take it back like that's going to cause more delays. Like they're going to have dispute with cab drivers and a smart idea. I don't know if it really worked in what he was doing. I think he just gave the guy money for free. Yeah. I mean, they still, still got to the park last, so did it really work? But, but yeah, I mean, they're still in the race. So yeah. And like, that was the like closest foot race too, because you know, when they started, like it was the two teams and I saw them and I was like, Oh, they're not like, you know, we saw the scenes and they were like, Nancy and Melissa's like, where are we going? And Courtney and Adam are like, I don't see John. And then you see them in that one scene, and I was like, oh, <laughs> bye, Courtney and Adam. Because mm. I just would assume Courtney probably can't run as much, or Adam's weighed down by the bags, or whatever. But I just did not expect, you know, at the last second that Courtney and Adam are going to come ahead of the, you know, barrel racing athlete. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think, um, yeah, the scene with, like, both teams there, and, um, yeah, when Nancy and Melissa are looking, and then Courtney and Adam, like, they're still looking too. And then it almost seemed like the strategy then was just like, just let's just follow them because, like, we can, we think we can kind of beat them in a foot race. But then you see, like, yeah, Nancy and Melissa spot the map first. And the interesting thing too was the first person to overtake both of them wasn't Adam, it was Courtney because Adam had, like, both of the bags. And then we get the classic, like, Nancy and Melissa, like, drop your bag type scene where they just dump their backpacks in the middle of the park um and then yeah it's actually adam who has to kind of overtake um i believe it was like melissa too i think nancy was the first person of that pair to the mat too which was kind of surprising um to to, to uh yeah stay in the episode so yeah i'm all for like more like foot races to the mat i think they just make the episodes like they're kind of like the cherry on top of the episode yeah, it definitely was not what I expected out of this episode. And, like, I was glad that I wasn't spoiled by any sort of elimination or anything. But, like, this was just, like, the perfect end. Like, this is the cherry on the ice cream sundae. Like, this was just what we needed to, like, complete a perfect, almost perfect episode. Uh, so I feel like we could just go through the teams quickly and kind of talk about where we go. As we're heading into the final four, um, Dylan and Kwame collecting their first win, uh, who had their best episode yet. Um, and maybe their like second best moment. I maybe voguing will stay at the top because that was just perfect. Yeah. Um, Dylan and Kwame, they're good fun. Um, they've definitely kind of grown on me throughout the race too. I think they're different than kind of the usual 
um, alpha male team, um, just in that they're actually funny. Um, and they have been good at the challenges that you would not necessarily expect them to be good at either. Uh, they've, I suppose they've struggled sometimes in the, in the, in the non-physical challenges, but there'll be other moments when they're kind of the standouts of the non-physical challenges. Um, and they have been very good at remembering stuff in the memory challenges throughout the race. So I think they bring a lot more to the table than those typical teams you would see cast in that spot. Do you give them a good chance of winning? Um, I don't know. I, I, I can't see it happening. Um, I think. They've consistently been like decent and average, um, and I know they got the win this leg, but I feel like they're just going to go back to that kind of position. I feel like Dylan and Kwame are a team that always has a little bit of trouble navigating as well, um, so I think that's something that could bring them down, because I assume we're probably headed back to Canada and kind of getting back in the Chevys to navigate around, so I think that could be their downfall. Well, do we think that next episode's going to be an elimination. I don't even know how many episodes are in the season, but we've had two, not three, non eliminations because we had the continue racing, uh, Zainab, Monica, non elimination, and then Nancy and Melissa non elimination. So do you think next week's elimination? Um, hmm. Because this was episode nine. Like, yeah. I feel like it will be. I kind of hope that we don't have any more non-elimination episodes. I don't really like them after the final five. Um, I always find it really weird having a non-elimination episode at the final four. Um, I feel like that just kind of drags it out a little bit. Um, maybe, yeah, continue racing leg rather than non-elimination, even though they're kind of the same thing. But if it's continue racing, but they allow the teams to kind of keep the like leads that they've earned over that first leg, I'd be okay with it. But otherwise I'd rather not see non-eliminations past this point. So if, if we're going to assume that isn't an elimination, a elimination leg, do we think Dylan and Kwame are luck? What do you think? Do you think they're going to be in the final three? Uh, yeah, I think they're going through. I think if I had to pick a team to go home in this next episode, um, I would say it would be a toss-up between um, Courtney and Adam and Martina and Phil, um, which, like, would gut me and I would hate. How um, dare you say that? I know, and they've been she listens. so well, but I just, I don't know. You just curse them. I want whatever happens in the next two episodes, I want... Um, just teams to finish in orders that like guarantees that they don't get any like points um, throughout like the season or on predictions. So fair enough. I'm aiming for zero points. Um, after Dylan and Kwame, we get Martina and Phil coming in second again. They're still their best place. I still hoping for that win from them. Uh, they had their best episode. Martina was great. Phil was great as the evil Julio. Ha 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 ha. Uh, it just perfect. Great acting. It, great, you know, Captain Hook throwing, whatever. It was just a good episode for them. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, like I said, I don't want them to go home next next episode. I would love for them to win the whole thing. I would love for them to at least get one first place on, like, the next leg. Um, 
yeah, I feel like they deserve that from this race because they've been so entertaining throughout um, and they have done so much better on kind of these last couple of legs. Like they've been consistently up in like the top half of the field. Um, so I think they kind of deserve at least one first placing before they either win the whole thing or go out. Third, we get the surprise third place of Taylor and Courtney coming out of the challenge like second last and somehow you know, despite losing, being at the back of every ep challenge, like they somehow managed to come in third due to some lucky taxi breaks. Uh, this was a bit surprise for me just to see them fall so much because they have been the most dominant team on the race, but I still love them. I was on the hype train first. Thank you. Yeah, they're great. I love both of them. Um, I think they work well as a team together. Um, they bounce off each other. Um, they have some great funny moments. I love her underarm throw at the um, roadblock and then how Taylor was like, uh, I once saw a guy shoot underarm in the NBA, like trying to console her. And she's like, I'm, like I feel like a kid like doing his underarm. It's like, no, it's okay. Um, and then when they finish and he's like, yeah, we outie. Um, I just thought it was funny. I think the, the way that they talk is funny too. Um, and I think they're probably the biggest threats to win the whole thing. I mean, these last two episodes, they've been kind of middle of the pack um, finish-wise. Um, but other than that, I mean, they finished first four times, three times in a row at one stage. Um, so I think they're definitely kind of the team to beat, all things going well. Well, I have a little conspiracy theory now. The last two episodes have been dancing free mm-hmm. so does that have a negative effect on their placement yeah i think i think you're onto something i think it does i think um courtney's enthusiasm for dancing and taylor's apparent reluctance but then beast moding through the challenges um yeah i think they're kind of hoping for the um leg next couple of legs to have dancing for that final memory challenge to be all about dancing Oh, they have to recreate their dances from the season. Yeah, dance. There's a, there's a globe painted on the ground. And they've got to dance to uh, their destinations. Um, coming in fourth, barely by the skin of their teeth, is Courtney and Adam, who really, outside of that last episode, really have struggled the entire season. <laughs> it's just they're gr- they're growing like they're great characters, and I love watching them. They're so fun. But it's such a slog for them on the race. Yeah, I agree. I think they've definitely kind of come into their own. We've lost that whole... uh, Well, the first part of the season was just basically them kind of kissing at every opportunity uh, and it just being kind of annoying and disgusting after she's vomiting from eating the blueberry pie and they kiss. Um, But now, like, that's, like, not even really their storyline anymore. They're both interesting in their own right. I think Adam in particular is has really funny moments. Um, he was also another great Julio this episode, um, and I just fondly remember him asking that person on the um, subway if he could sit in the seat next to them. Um, and his magician act, yeah, I just think Adam is, like, the star of this team, um, and they have grown from me, like, not really caring if we lost them to, like, this episode... I didn't know who kind of I wanted to leave out of those last two teams. And our eventual fifth place finishers, Nancy and Melissa, Karen and Melissa, Nancy, Karen and Melissa, 
We lost our Olympic athletes, probably one of the, you know, original top tier teams that we thought would probably be in the top three, maybe even a, one of the strongest teams with the chance of winning the race, coming out in fifth place due to a poor choice in the detour and just some struggling in the telenovela challenge. I was kind of sad to see them go, but they did have a non-elimination under their belt, so they were already a, a little bit on shaky ground in terms of how they would come across as winners or, you know, how they would do in the end. I was probably most okay with them going out of all five teams. So I'm not too sad to see them go. I think they did well, and I enjoyed them as much as I could. I think last episode was probably the best episode they had because they were just going at each other, but this episode kind of flat. But they were good. Yeah. I agree. I think, like, they were kind of one of my favorite teams, but I feel at this point in time we got everything that we were really going to see from them. Um, and I was a little bit disappointed that that whole um, fighting storyline didn't continue on because I felt like it wasn't fully resolved at the end of last episode, but then, like, this episode there was, like, no talk of it and they were kind of fine again, which I thought was a shame because it was more interesting when we had that drama between the teams because you haven't got that from anybody else this season, so it was something different. Um, but I, I have a soft spot for them. I love the fact that Nancy was kind of the dominant person in this team, and she was actually better at challenges, which wasn't really expected. Um, yeah, but barrel races, um, they're just destined to finish in fifth place. Are you uh, going to take up barrel racing now? Uh, definitely, because if I'm a barrel racer, then I'm guaranteed a spot on any reality show that I want. You can guarantee you and your sister can become barrel racers, and then you'll be on the next season of the reboot season of Amazing Race Australia. Yeah, definitely. That's that's the plan. I have to look up the local barrel racing club. I don't know if Amy Blaine will have one. <laughs> well, you can always come to Canada, join Nancy's group. Mm-hmm. Or start my own, because then it's even more impressive, because oh, I'm a hustler as well. The very first in Emu Plains. Yeah. Um, quickly, before we get to the Martina questions from last week and the further questions we may have this week, let's rate the episode. I want to hear what you have to say first, because I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. Do you want to buy, rent it, or bin it? I am buying this episode, apart from the first ten minutes and that sh- family thing. Um... It was, like, I think the best episode of the season. Uh, good challenges, good character moments, and a good finish. So, yeah, I am buying this. Uh, I'm placing it fondly on my shelf next to the rest of the copies that I've bought this season. Which, how many were those? Uh, one, maybe two. <laughs> we keep track. Um, and I think I'm going to join you. I was unsure if I was going to rent it just because some of the things were, like, a little bit slow. But, you know, I can't. I have to rent. I have to buy it. This was definitely... Something I would rewatch. I'd rewatch it now. It was just so fun to watch. I would rewatch the telenovela like ten times in a row because yeah. it was just so great. Um, yeah, I might buy the complete season of that uh, telenova. <laughs> yeah, do they? Do we get bonus commentary with our full purchase? Like, I want that on this ca- this challenge. Yeah, that that would be great. Oh, uh, they should have had John do the challenge. Like John sub in as one of the actors. That would have been a good twist. Next time. Yeah, next next season when they do the ne- another telenovela. Yeah. Um. So we got to get to questions from last week from Martino. We had so many questions. We have nine full questions to get to. Um, We'll see what they are. I don't quite remember what we asked. Um, 
So first, Martina says, oh, this one was about the word unscrambling and from the last roadblock. And she said that she already does the unscrambling for her food safety worksheets. They have to figure out what the words are and match them with the definitions, like bacteria, sanitation, cross-contamination, perishable, and microorganism. So it's good to know that she she influenced the Amazing Race and challenges. Um, yeah, she got some tough unscrambles in there, too. Yeah, she should have definitely so, done this challenge. As tricky as traditional. <laughs> or kale, or cheeseburger. Uh, her second question, or the second question we asked her was about the other side of the detour that no one did last week. The goat m- milk smelling soap challenge. And she would say, she said that she would definitely go and do the milk, milking of a goat and smelling soap. She says she wished she did it. She thought it would have been fun. And I think we would have definitely liked to see someone do that challenge last week. Yeah, I feel like, um, when are we getting, like, a Ghost Island season of The Amazing Race with all the challenges that nobody picked? Oh, that would be um, so good. I think this season would have so many. definitely be in there. Uh, this season had a lot of those, I feel like. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, definitely. I feel, yeah, I agree. It feels like multiple. It probably wasn't, but it feels like it. Uh, our third question was about Randall, maybe? The, the farmer guy that was there? Uh, she says she can't remember his name. She didn't know it. And she said, maybe it was a name tag. Did I? She says, did I even know it? Uh, I don't think anyone does. Martina? No, I feel like everybody did. Everybody was calling him Randall. Oh, they must have mentioned it. Well, Martina maybe, can't... Maybe it, was, maybe it was written on, like, the, like, potato barn, like, property of Randall or something or other. I don't know. Or it was, like, in, in, in pen, wrote it on his jacket before. Yeah. And no one could read it. Uh, our fourth question was, we, we were having a little bit of trouble identifying which one was Leanne and which one was Mar. Um, she clarified that Mar was the blonde one and Leanne is the brunette. Good to know. Good to know, post-elimination, that they're not around, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, fifth question was about the, a ch- making a children's book, and she was talking about, she said, yes, let's make a children's book about a mom with three daughters who want to get into the crazy housing market in downtown Winnipeg. <clears throat> I think that's coming to bookstores soon. Mm. Her sixth question was about the clarification of seeing the room versus room. And she clarified that she has never seen the room. She has seen room though. And she also clarified whether or not she has read Eckhart the mouse. And she says that she has not read Eckhart the mouse, but someone should go out and get her a copy. Maybe she can read it to Phil's daughter. That would yeah, be fun. I want to get that for her um, for a niece. And that would be a little fun thing to see. Uh, we sh- asked her about her experience in PEI, and she says, PEI gave me the best experience of Amazing Race Canada. Ooh, Colin's upset. It's not Winnipeg. Uh-oh. Not Winnipeg that you would know. He's not here. Let's be honest. <laughs> I think the best experience was the voguing, even though she didn't do it. Martina. And the last question was uh, about how far they got in the race. And she said, I didn't think we would be in the final five either. She just prayed that they would make it to the third leg and that she can't believe that they were headed to the ninth leg. Mind blown. Well, now, Martina, you're headed to the tenth leg, which is crazy. Their final four. So we already asked Martina and Phil about, um, what did we ask them? I already forgot. Um, well, we asked them about the cab situation. 
Um, yes. How come they were so far behind uh, to get to that first uh, building for the family thing? Uh, and then, yeah, you asked them something else, but... <laughs> Glad that we both remember it so well. Um... Is there any... What else do we have to ask? Come on. I'm sure there's something. Do, 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 do. Um, good, good. I want to know more about Phil's acting history. Like, I'm sure he mentioned before, I think, in, like, the sword fighting leg, but I've forgotten since then. So, Phil's history with acting. Did he study it? Um, are there any student films on YouTube that I can oh. see him in? Like, like, what's Phil's IMDb page look like? Um, uh, yeah, I want to know Phil's history with acting and what's his favorite role that he's ever played. Was it Julio? Um, or is there something that tops that? Yeah, what could top Julio? The mustache twirling, evil laughing mastermind. I mean, it is a role of a lifetime, and surely something that you'd be nominated for an Emmy for. So, um. and I guess we gotta ask at least one more question. Um, what, what was it? Um, maybe would you do more face painting in the future? Um, doesn't have to be Day of the Dead style, but it could be any more future hmm. face painting. Maybe you could incorporate it into. Some family event, family reunion, or even in school. I don't know how that would work in home yeah. but we can always try. And I want to know, too, like, how much Spanish does she speak? Because she seemed to be, like, have a fairly uh, decent grasp of, of the language. I mean, to know how to say, um, Sante, Sante, Benito, Benito. Um, like, yeah, what's her history with learning Spanish and how much does she know? She's obviously better than Nancy, who did not even know how to say <laughs> faster. <laughs> um, so those are our Martina questions of the week. Hopefully she'll get to them. We know we're getting this episode out late, but it's Martina will still listen. I hope. Uh, quickly, we have to touch on our predictions that we did way back when in the beginning of the season and see where Nancy... And Melissa, or Karen and Melissa, finished. So we'll start with you, Jared. You said that Nancy and Melissa would finish in eighth place. No, you didn't. You said seventh place. So you're two off. You, they finished in fifth. Let's see what Colin said. Colin said they would finish in third. So he is also two off, opposite direction. But I said they would finish in fourth. So I was one off. So that means I get the point, which means our current tally was me with four, Colin with three, and Jared, how many points do you have? Uh, zero. That is correct. Um, you still have two people left out of your final four teams, so yeah. maybe you can get points there i'm a, i'm a bit concerned i feel like lots of our like end predictions particularly mine and yours um are very similar so i suppose at this point i'm kind of rooting for colin um to win oh, wow. just so that i can finish a season on zero points because i feel like that would be quite an achievement um so you have you know finishing in first you put courtney and adam and second you have taylor and courtney so you still have those two in the race mm-hmm uh, Colin has Taylor and Courtney in first, and Courtney and Adam in fourth. So he only has two people left as well. And I have Courtney and Adam in first, Taylor and Courtney in second, and I also have Dylan and Kwame in third. 
So I have three out of the so, top four. Yeah. So um, basically I want Courtney and Adam to go next week to give Colin two points for getting it spot on. And then for then I need Taylor and Courtney to finish first um, and win the whole thing to make sure that I don't get that point. Um, and I think for Dylan and Kwame, I've probably placed them solo that I'm um, fine kind of wherever they finish. Well, you have them down in fifth, so if they get eliminated next, oh, you, you could get the point. No, they're not going home. I refuse to believe it. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, that does about that's about does it for us, I think. Unless there's something we missed. Is there a segment we talk about that I missed? Um, I don't think so. Looking forward to um, more face-off next episode. Uh, uh, I don't love this. Don't love this. I didn't see the preview, but I'm not excited now. Sorry, it's it's not um head to head. It's face off, so it's okay. <laughs> the name change doesn't mean anything. It's slightly better. It's not going to be at the end of the episode. Well, that's what you think. Deciding everything. That's what you yeah, think, and then put a twist in it, and will be. Yeah. In a Amazing Race Canada first. Yeah. Face off is the final challenge before the pit stop. <sighs> I don't even know where they're heading, but they're heading somewhere that they is this the place they haven't been before. Um, who knows? New Brunswick? I don't know. I don't know, Canada. We're, we're not Canadians. We shouldn't be talking. Yeah. Okay. New Brunswick has a cool flag. Um, that's about all I know about it. That okay. I can see kind of on the wiki page. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see what happens there. Maybe we'll have good challenges. If it's like this episode, we're going to have a great next episode. And I think we did pretty good without Colin here. We don't need to do it with Colin anymore. Yeah, who needs a uh, Canadian expert when you have an American and Australian to talk about it instead? Yeah, who needs a Canadian for this Canadian show? Um, so that'll be it for us. Um, stay tuned to the Oz Network for more Amazing Race Canada, more movies. I think they're doing The Meg as the next movie they're recapping, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, and other things that I don't listen to um that's it for me uh i'm rossi and ole 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 and i'm jared and when in doubt repeat 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 thank you for listening to the oz network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information hit us up at the oznetwork.net